So when your troubles are mounting in tax or accounting, you go to Cruise Founders and Friends. It's Cruise Consulting. Founders and Friends with your host, Scotty Orn. Welcome to Founders and Friends Podcast with Scott Orn at Cruise Consulting. And today, my very special guest is Brian Harper of Intrify. Welcome, Brian. Thanks, Scott. Good to be here. Appreciate it. Uh, we've been looking forward to this. You folks make a very in-demand, kind of crucial product for the banking sector, and uh, especially in light of SCB and First Republic, uh, God rest their souls, uh, the companies. And by the way, amazing people at those both those firms. But you guys do something very important. So we're excited to have you on, but maybe start off just by retracing your career a little bit and telling us, you know, what got you excited about Intrify, why you wanted to be part of the team? Sure. So uh, when I graduated from college, I actually uh, started my career at an internet startup. Uh, that was kind of the, uh, the cool thing to do back in uh, 99. Great opportunity in front of me, but things just didn't work out. And there was a recession that followed. I, I kind of decided that I just wanted to get into what I thought was probably one of the most stable industries out there, which is banking. At that time, uh, I started with uh, Wells Fargo. Uh, I eventually moved on to Fifth Third Bank and then uh, worked for a credit union for a short period of time, then back to Wells Fargo. Intrify came calling, and this opportunity just seemed like a great way to uh, expand my knowledge of the industry. Uh, so I've learned a lot about balance sheets, you know, obviously working directly with banks as my clients uh, and transitioning from working for banks. It was uh, a lot of fun. And so I cover a 10 state territory. I cover Oregon, Washington, I guess the whole mountain time zone and then uh, Nevada and Arizona. Uh, work with lots of banks, uh, large banks, small banks. I really feel like this is one of those situations with Interfi and the services we provide, where kind of everybody wins. And so it makes it a lot of fun. You know, we definitely appreciate the opportunity to uh, do this podcast with you and uh, get the word out for those depositors, especially in the startup community, that are all of a sudden more concerned about being uninsured. And so our services are obviously uh, ones that can be leveraged for any depositor that has that concern, and I'll explain, I'm sure, more of that as we go here. I love it. And maybe, because you are right, it's a very crucial product for the banking sector right now. And you know, startups, our client base, have a ton of cash. Like They raise a lot of money. Our clients raised, I think, $2 billion last year. But money's all sitting in their bank accounts or money market funds or you know, places, treasuries. But when you keep that money in the bank, it's important that it's insured. And maybe you can explain what Intrify does, like the actual service you provide. Sure. So uh, for depositors, the main value is that you're getting expanded FDIC insurance. And the way I always explain it is really all our services do is automate through technology what a depositor could do on their own. So if you have yeah. $10 million, uh, you could open 40 different bank accounts of 250,000 yeah. each. You know, I don't know if anyone's doing that at that scale, but in, in, I've been in banking two decades. There's lots of depositors diversifying their banking relationships for the purpose of, you know, safety. And so yeah. what we do is we take, in this example, $10 million, uh, we divide it into amounts below 250,000, and we place those funds with as many destination institutions, which is what we call them, 
as it takes to make the entire deposit eligible for FDIC insurance. The nice thing about it, though, is if you were to do that manually, I mean, obviously that's a huge time suck. Uh, but also you have, you have to share your information with 40 different firms. Uh, you get 40 different statements, 40 different rates. Uh, it's just not practical. When you use Entrify's deposit products through the relationship bank of your choice, all of your confidential information stays with that bank. You get one rate and it's up to the relationship institution to determine what that rate's gonna be. You get one statement. So it kind of gives you the advantages of working with a number of banks, but the benefits and the convenience of working with one. Yeah, it makes so much sense. I, I, I've been calling it like a virtual network of deposits in banks. You, you, you have your money yeah. with the firm that you love and the relationship manager at the startup bank that you love, mm -hmm. but the money can be kind of networked out or syndicated out and it's safe. And yeah. the $250,000 threshold for FDIC insurance is multiplied. And that way everyone, you know, cause the thing I always remind people is like startup founders, you're a fiduciary. Like you are, have to protect the company's money. Like you're a fiduciary for the company. The venture capitalists on the board are fiduciaries for both the company, but also their funds. Like they have limited partners who invest in them. And so everyone has this like responsibility obligation and this is like a product that makes so much sense. And it's, it's so funny that like, I, I actually didn't know very much about it until the SVB crisis. And then it became something that I was talking about 15 times a day in my speed dials to all the founders, right. um, just catching them up on stuff. So I mean, this is a, this is a really exciting opportunity for you folks at Intrify. Yeah. I mean, it, it's nice to be able to step up to the plate when your clients need you. Um, I know a yeah. lot of banks did that during PPP, right? Where yeah. they just, you know, we're working day and night. I'm not saying that I'm doing that, but, you know, this is kind of our moment to step up and really be a stabilizing force for the entire industry. And we've yeah. been able to do that. Um, we work with about 3,000 financial institutions, over 50% of FDIC member banks are part of the Entrify network. To your point, you know, we're not necessarily marketing our services to depositors. We're kind of wholesalers where the only way a dollar gets into our products is if a bank and a depositor are having this discussion. We do a lot to support our banks, and it seems like more and more I'm uh, helping banks have these discussions. But a lot of times it's the first time that the depositor has ever heard of this concept of deposit networks and receiving expanded FDIC insurance through a single bank relationship. So it's a real differentiator for those banks that have offered us kind of for the last 20 years, we've been doing this for a long time, but also a lot of new banks that uh, to your point really haven't had the need because there hasn't been this focus of uh, uh, being uninsured from their large customers. We've really been able to help uh, some of these banks retain their clients and even in many cases, bring in new depositors uh, from some of the larger banks. So it's been, it's been a great few months for us being able to help out and uh, again, just kind of be a stabilizing force. And, and how did the, um, cause you guys are a wholesaler, but it feels like Intrify, like what was the history of the company? Wasn't it started by like a former SEC person or something like that? Or it, it was this like kind of 
person who worked in the government understood kind of how this stuff is structured and what why it needs to be safe. And then they went into pri- a private business, right? Like, what's the story of the company? Yeah, I'll give you some of the history. We were founded by a former comptroller of the currency. Comptroller, okay. And uh, our current CEO served as a chief of staff at the FDIC and at the Fed. A renowned uh, economist, just some really, really, really bright people about 20 years ago invented reciprocal deposits, were first to market with this kind of uh, concept of having a deposit network. And really what it allows banks to do pretty simply is just provide expanded FDIC insurance by leveraging each other and the network. Uh, Another really cool thing is that I mentioned reciprocal deposits, uh, which uh, Interfi invented. It also allows banks to keep these deposits on their books And they're treated just like any other core deposit by regulators. And so for the startup community, you know, to be able to have your deposits be deployed right back into the local community via the critical lending that these banks do, I think that should really resonate. That's a benefit over treasuries, money market mutual funds, some of these other alternatives out there. Your deposits are really being put to work right back into the community. Um, and that really resonates for a lot of uh, these clients. It's a huge point. And in another way, like you're talking, historically, banks did a lot of local lending. Like, you know, I'm in the East Bay. So like banks out here would fund small businesses and things like that. But in our world, in the startup world, it's a similar function, but it's to other startups. It's not a geographical right. um, focus. It is Community nonetheless, you know, right? Yeah, that's a great way of saying that because the money gets recycled back into loans to other startups, those deposits, and mm-hmm. it fuels the next wave. And by having the, that capital, they can they can build those strong relationships with the up and coming startups like that we work with. So it's a it's it's a pause. And by the way, they also have the relationship with the VCs, and so it's a very there's a lot of synergy there. And so yeah. keeping being able to lend those money that money out, have it count on the bank's balance sheet, is actually really really valuable for everybody for the whole community. Yeah. And as someone just personally who's pretty passionate about banking, it it really is a huge benefit for the industry as well uh, to be able to serve these large depositors, give them sort of the ultimate form of safety and the convenience of doing that just with FDIC insurance and just a plain old deposit account, nothing exotic. And then uh, being able to put those deposits right to work. Uh, In this case, you know, banks that are taking deposits from the startup community I'm sure for the most part are also the ones most active lending to the startup community. Yeah. I love it, man. And then is there like, how does the revenue model work or cost structure? Is it like, does the bank pay? Does the client pay? Like yeah. how, how is, cause this is a valuable service. So I'm assuming there's some, you know, everyone's got to charge something, right? Crews wouldn't exist if, if we weren't <laughs> charging what we are worth. Right. So we could hire and train and all that kind of stuff and do a great job. How, how does how does the cost structure work for the clients? So it's really up to the relationship institution, which is what we call the bank that the client's working directly with. Uh, we're not really involved in you know what interest rates are being paid on these types of accounts, what fees may or may not be charged by these banks uh, offering the service to the client. Uh, but clients should know that, of course, their relationship institution is paying us to provide the service. And so uh, there are some cases where, you know, these are such large relationships that, you know, typically it's going to be a higher level relationship manager. 
And there might be pricing authority with that relationship manager or through, you know, the organization to set custom rates on these accounts based on the relationship. There's also banks that just have standard rates that they offer on our ICS and Sears programs. Uh, it really does vary by bank, but ultimately that's just more uh, empowering to the depositor to find the bank that they know, that they trust, that perhaps gives them you know, the best yield. It's really up to the d- depositor to find the right relationship institution. Uh, I mentioned the majority of banks are working with Interfi at this point, uh, but there are still banks out there that don't. And so uh, we've got our website available to end depositors where they can uh, navigate out to interfi.com, click on solutions. They'll find something that says depositors. And then we have what's called a bank locator. And they can find what banks are active with us. Uh, They can do some shopping or they can just ask the banks that they already have relationships with. And in most cases, uh, those banks will be working with us, especially given the nature of the types of banks, I think, that serve your mutual clients. But if not, you know, they're also able to reach out to us and uh, we can, you know, direct them to a bank. They can select a bank essentially and say, hey, I'm interested in ICS and Cedars. Uh, This is the bank that I'm interested in talking to. That information will be passed along to us. And then we can help uh, ensure that the bank reaches out to that client and gives them the information, which, again, is going to be specific to that particular bank. Yeah. So this is this is like a, almost like a store locator for finding partner banks. And they're all Interfi certified and actually use use the, the service. Exactly. And we also are required by law to list all of the banks that are part of the Interfi network. Ah. That's not the best way to find a bank because it's a long list. As I mentioned earlier, it's about 3,000 financial institutions. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the bank locator is a great tool for someone who is interested and they uh, have a bank or a handful of banks that they'd like to talk to. And then those banks will eventually receive that contact information of the depositor and be able to reach out and have those discussions. So post SVB, there had to have been like a major influx of deposits, right? Like are there stats or what what are you seeing out there in the marketplace? Yeah, I mean, demand for our services is certainly elevated. And a lot of what we're spending time doing these days is... uh, helping banks uh, refine their processes. I've been a part of a lot of uh, end depositor conversations. So, you know, part of my role is not only working with banks, setting strategy, you know, doing technology integrations so that there's a great client experience, but a lot of it is still uh, representing the program and just explaining, you know, how the service works in conjunction with a bank and, uh, and a customer. And so I've had a lot more of those types of discussions. I've been with the firm now for about four and a half years. I've had a lot more of those types of discussions because, again, for some of these banks, they really haven't utilized us. But given, you know, the large bank failures over the past uh, few months, they've all of a sudden got a lot more demand. And so we're here to help our banks. But ultimately, we just are here to help the customer or the client understand how the service works, have those discussions along with our banks. Yeah, you went maybe from uh, you guys were selling to now it's a pool model where everyone's like, I got to have Interfi if I'm going to retain my own deposits, right? Is that kind of what's happening? Yeah. So there's a lot of sort of defense being played where, you know, the loyal customer that, you know, and the bank's healthy. So maybe they still have a great story to tell about their own balance sheet. 
but that's not good enough anymore, right? So the depositors board or ownership or whatever yeah. the case might be is all of a sudden saying, hey, you know, we're a little, we're concerned about being uninsured. And so these clients are reaching out to their banks and saying, hey, this is my concern. And for many, uh, the best way to address that concern is by leaning on us. Honestly, it's a fun time to work for Interfi, right? Because to your point, as a salesperson myself, uh, a lot of my efforts are trying to get to the C-level, talk to the whoever's running the bank, articulate that value proposition. Whereas now it's really just a matter of trying to be as responsive as we possibly can uh, to work with our uh, existing banks. Uh, maybe they already have a really good grasp on the services and uh, how to create a great client experience. Uh, but this particular employee has never sold these products. And so they're reaching out to yeah. me for help. Uh, or it's a bank that, you know, historically has not returned our calls. And maybe now all of a sudden, you know, demand is such that they really feel like they need to finally get on board. There are other services like ours out there. I know uh, you've mentioned some of the others out there as well. I'm sure we're all kind of experiencing the same thing. Again, yeah. it's kind of our moment to step up and to help our bank clients retain as many of their large depositors as possible. And perhaps the new normal is that they're gonna be less about playing defense and only offering these services when someone raises their hand and says, I'm concerned. And it may be a tool that some of these banks leverage more going forward from a proactive standpoint to go out and win business uh, from these large depositors. So that has been a positive, uh, development, you know, for us and other companies like us. I love it. I love it. And you guys have the brand. You guys have the, the founder story with Intrify is really cool too. Cause it's, yeah. there's something about having those deep roots and seeing how the banking sector works from the regulator side and then creating a private service or product yeah. in response to that, I think really resonates with people too. So yeah, you folks are doing great. Well, it's, Amazing to have you on the podcast. Maybe before we wrap up here, can you tell everyone how to reach out, how to, if they want to work with you, they email you, the website, like how do they get in touch? Really the best way to approach uh, getting access to expanded FDIC insurance through our services is to work with your banker. And I think yeah. the vast majority of your clients or the folks that are probably listening into this podcast they probably have very competent banking relationship managers already. And in many cases, they'll ask, if you ask about Interfi, uh, your banker's gonna say, yes, we have access to uh, the ICS and CEDARS programs, and they're gonna be very well equipped to have that conversation. If your bank doesn't offer Interfi services, you can go out to our website and use the bank locator tool and find out what banks you know, uh, are offering these programs, and certainly those banks can reach out to you as well. If you'd like to come directly to Entrify with questions, we're happy uh, to answer those for you. Um, contact us at Entrify.com is the best way to do that. Again, we're really responsive as a firm. Um, so don't expect you know, it to take weeks to, to hear back. And so we'll get back in touch with the end depositor. Ultimately, we want to uh, answer whatever questions they have for us and direct them right back to a relationship institution that they can work with to access the programs. I love it. I love it. Brian, thank you so much for coming by. I really appreciate it. We appreciate um, the opportunity. Thank you, Scott. Yeah. And this is, this is such a great product. It's something we talk about on the phone with our clients all the time. 
And it's the this is one of those cool things where the moment is now for you folks. Like right. you've been working hard all these years to be in this position. So I'm, I'm very excited for you and uh, looking forward to just doing more work between Cruise and Interfy. But Same. congratulations, you, you're in a great place. Thank you. And uh, best wishes to you guys too. Uh, I love your podcast. It's really an honor to be a part of one. Thanks, Brian. I really appreciate it, man. Okay. All right, buddy. I'll catch Take you care. soon. See ya. So when your troubles are mounting in tax or accounting, you go to Cruise. Founders and friends. It's Cruise Consulting. Founders and friends with your host, Scotty Olm.